the sight of the needle scares you, and whatever trance that might have taken hold is broken, and you pull yourself back towards the door. Turning to get on your feet, the spirit pounces, landing on your back, pinning your shoulders down. As you struggle, you feel a pinch in your neck, the needle enter with an incredible force. Your once thrashing body now lays still. The apparition smiles and hails deeply before letting it out. For several minutes, the young woman rests on your back, looking at the needle before shifting herself back on the cot. All the while, you lay motionless on the floor. I remember when we moved into this house, the spirit says at length. It was a bright autumn day. The leaves had just begun to turn. The air was brisk, and there was a certain smell in the air. Oh, it was so beautiful. But a part of me wished we never left, Wyndham, for there was no reason to do so. There were rumors, of course, and questions began to be raised, but we were careful. The procedure was never conducted on anyone we knew. The death of the doctor's son also took its toll, I suppose. Such a shameful accident, the poisoning. But what's done is done. And while it is true I wish we never left, I did enjoy the reprieve of living in the country gave me as I no longer had to deliver the medicine. I was able to return to my normal duties of helping Mrs. Westerwick in her newly designed garden. Though the contentment didn't last long. The doctor evidently had grown bored being away from the comforts of his former town, fearing his talents were going to waste. Again he approached me, advised me to be diligent in looking out for new patients on which to practice. Not having ready access to the previously used medicine, he handed me a quilting needle and showed me where to place it. Here the apparition wiped the bloody needle on her dress before concealing it once again. Concluding, the young woman says the doctor still fears it. You have little choice but to listen as the young woman lets out a faint laugh, but you are unsure if the laugh was due to happiness or fear. The spirit sits on the cot without saying a word, but you can hear her perk up as soon as the doorknob turns and the door opens. Walking in front of you, you look up as best you can to see a short man dressed in a white silk shirt, breeches, and stocking. In his hands are bandages and a saw. The man is speaking with the young woman, but you cannot hear what they are saying. Though, from out in the hallway, you do hear your name being called by your friend, who repeats it several times. You hear them get close to the door before turning and heading away from you. You call out, but your friend doesn't react. They discontinue down the hall. Your face begins to slide against the floor as though your body is being pulled. Luckily, you can't feel the saw rip into your leg. Your investigation has ended. Your friend searches for a few minutes longer before leaving, never to return. And you are never seen again. Please return to part one to proceed with different choices.